0: I am Grandpa, and I love you. I'm Grandma, and I love you, too. Welcome to our podcast, Grandpa and Grandma Bedtime Stories. We share some stories that will make you laugh. We share stories that might make you cry. And we share stories that will give you courage to choose the right. And these bedtime stories will help you to dream sweet dreams. So get on your pajamas and say your prayers. Turn out the light and hear our story tonight. Good evening. Tonight, I want to share a Bigfoot bedtime story that is, well, mostly true. Through this story, I hope you will appreciate Grandma Hill and how being assertive can be a good thing. And I hope that you will learn that when things don't go as planned, don't get frustrated. Make the best of it. I, Grandpa Edward Jeffrey Hill, took a cruise with Grandma, Aunt Sarah, Nathan and Booker, in October 2022. We visited beautiful places in New York, Rhode Island, Maine, New Brunswick, and Nova Scotia. Every place was delightful, but one experience was the highlight and the reason behind why we booked this cruise. Grandma and I were looking forward to riding a tandem bicycle through the carriage roads in Acadia National Park near Bar Harbor, Maine. We hope to bike, surrounded by colorful leaves, to a restaurant by Jordan's Pond and eat popovers. Do you know what a tandem bicycle is? It is a bicycle built for two. How crazy is that? Two people can ride on it safely at the same time. It has two seats and two handlebars and two wheels and one chain. It's really fun. Grandma and I love to ride on a tandem bike. We first learned to ride in Bar Harbor, Maine, on our honeymoon in October 2006, 16 years before. When we first tried to ride, Grandma was in front and I was in the back. We fell over three times in a row. We were about to give up when I said, let me try the front. We did so and took off somewhat shakily, but we didn't fall down, and within minutes we were riding like a champ. We found out later that when you ride a tandem bicycle, the person who weighs the most should be in the front. Do you know why that might be? I think it is because having the most weight on the front enables you to steer better. I weighed much more than Grandma, and so when I was in the front, things worked out just right. One other special thing. On our honeymoon, Grandma and I drove to a restaurant that was on a body of water named Jordan's Pond. There we shared a delicious meal, but the best part was when they brought us popovers to eat as appetizers. Do you know what a popover is? I'll tell you. It's something they eat in Maine that is like the cross between the most fluffy hot roll you ever had and the most delicious scone imaginable. Every day on the cruise, Grandma and I got more excited— because we were one day closer to Bar Harbor and riding a tandem on the carriage roads through the beautiful colors of Acadia National Park and eating popovers at the restaurant near Jordan's Pond. Because Bar Harbor is quite a small harbor, the cruise ship could not dock there. It would have to drop anchor about half a mile out in the bay, and then small tenders would ferry us to shore. You already know what a tender is, It's a small boat that tends to the need of a bigger boat. The morning before Bar Harbor, I got up at 4 o'clock in the morning to be able to reserve a spot on the very first tender. I wanted to make sure we could have as much time as possible in Bar Harbor and riding a tandem in Acadia National Park. But things didn't go as planned. To my astonishment, At four in the morning, the earliest reservation I could make with Grandma and me was on the fifth tender. That would mean we probably would not get into town until 10 a.m. Practically the whole morning would be gone. Oh, no, I felt so frustrated. I had wanted to make this so special for Grandma and make sure everything went right. I just didn't know what to do. Later in the day, I called ahead to the bike shops to reserve a tandem for us. There were three bike shops in Bar Harbor. To my astonishment, none of them had any tandems. There were no tandems for rent in all of Bar Harbor. At the bike shop where we had rented the tandem back in 2006 for our honeymoon, the person on the phone said, We had five tandems but they just kept breaking down. And because of supply chain issues, we couldn't fix them. So we just put them in the back in a heap. It seems like today in 2022, everyone blames their problems on supply chain issues. I got frustrated. I didn't know what to do. When I told grandma about it, she said, don't get frustrated, make the best of it. Let's just ride e-bikes. That might be really fun. So I called the bike shops to reserve a couple of e-bikes, but none of the shops reserved e-bikes. They each said they rented their e-bikes on a first-come, first-served basis. Do you know what that means? It means that whoever gets there first gets the e-bikes. And being on a fifth tender, there was little chance there would be any e-bikes available. I got frustrated again. I wanted this to be perfect for Grandma. I love her so much. When Grandma saw me, she knew I was frustrated. Seems like Grandma always knows how I feel. I don't know how she does that. She asked me, Are you frustrated? I told her, Yes, I am. I wanted to make this day in Bar Harbor perfect for you because I love you so much. I wanted to ride a tandem through the beautiful fall colors on the carriage roads to Jordan's Pond and get some popovers at the restaurant. Grandma smiled at me with a tender smile. She said, look at me, Jeff. I love you. And as long as we are together tomorrow, I will be happy. I'm sure we'll be able to make the best of it that made me feel a little better. In the morning, we ate a wonderful breakfast. On cruises, you get to eat whatever you want, whenever you want to eat. I love that. Grandma and I went to breakfast with Aunt Sarah, Nathan, and Booker. I love this because I like to eat a lot. I had for breakfast two eggs, Benedict, oatmeal, toast, bacon, pancakes, French toast, orange juice, and apple muffins. Grandma had a banana with peanut butter. Booker had jiggly green jello squares, which he loved so much. I don't remember what Aunt Sarah and Nathan had. At about 8.30, we heard the announcement on the public address system. Everyone with reservations on tender 1, please make your way to the auditorium on Deck 7 do you know what a deck is? On a ship, the deck is like the floor of the building. When they say deck seven, it was like saying floor seven if it were a building. I thought, oh no, they're already getting people on late to these tenders. It would probably be noon before we got to shore. I got so frustrated again. There were no tandems, and by noon all the e-bikes would be gone, and all the bicycles, even the tricycles, would likely be gone. Grandma looked at me again. Are you frustrated? I told her, yes, I am. I wanted to make this day in Bar Harbor perfect for you because I love you so much. Then Grandma got a little sneaky, assertive gleam in her eye. She said to me, Jeff, thanks so much for getting up so early so we could go on tender number two. I looked at her and said, no, the first tender available was tender number five, and that's the one I reserved. She smiled again with her little sneaky assertive smile. We better get down there right away, right away to deck seven, so we can be ready to get on tender number two. I felt a little uncomfortable because I knew we had signed up for tender number 5, but I followed her to deck 7, and we got in line with all the people for tender number 2. They soon called for tender number 2, and at about 9.30, we walked right on to tender number 2, headed for Bar Harbor. I was so grateful that Grandma was assertive. It meant we would have an extra two and a half hours In beautiful Acadia National Park to remember the very special time we had had on our honeymoon and to celebrate our very special marriage together. Bar Harbor was magnificent, stunning, beautiful. The sky was a deep blue. The trees had brilliant red and orange leaves. The houses were more like cottages and very cutely decorated. A flood of memories came to my mind of the magical week Grandma and I had spent there right after we got married in 2006. We hurried to the first bike shop. There was a big sign in the window, no bikes available. Dang it! We then went to the bike shop where we had rented the Tandem 16 years before. They also had no e-bikes, but they had a couple of junky, single bikes Looks like they were for little kids. When they saw I was frustrated, they said, You can wait here. Whenever someone comes back on the e-bikes, you could take them. I got frustrated again. Tammy looked at me and said, Are you frustrated? Just breathe. We are together, and that's what counts. With that, we both walked outside. I prayed a little prayer that somehow we could get an e-bike and have a good day. In just a few minutes, a couple rode up on their e-bikes to the bike shop. Could it be that they were returning these bikes and we would be able to rent them? I asked the guy, are you returning these bikes? He responded, yes, but they're both totally out of charge. I thought, oh no, I wonder how long it takes to charge an e-bike. I know that some things charge fast and other things charge slow, but I got so excited that we might be able to rent these bikes and ride on the carriage roads. I asked the shop owner how long it takes to charge the batteries. He said, only about four hours. I couldn't believe it. My hope was cruelly dashed. But when he saw how sad I was, he smiled and said, good for you. We have two fully charged batteries in the back. It will take me just five minutes to swap them out. Grandma and I were so happy. We felt like our prayers had been answered. In just a few minutes, we got the bikes. It was about 11 o'clock, so we had about five hours before we had to be on the boat again. On these e-bikes, we were surprised that we could pedal fast and we could pedal slow and the bike still went the same speed. How could that be? It was because they had a little motor in them. However, if we didn't pedal at all, the bike wouldn't go at all. So we could go uphill or we could go downhill, and the bike still went the same speed. They were magical. Much better than tandems. The more you pedal, the more exercise you got, and the less battery you use. The less you pedal the less tired you got and the more you could enjoy the scenery. This was fantastic. This was better than the tandem we had had 16 years before. As we started, we easily pedaled up a hill on a pretty busy street, and then there was this sign that said, Acadia National Park, Carriage Roads, with an arrow pointing to the right. They only allow walking and bikes on the carriage roads. So there we were, living our dream of riding through the carriage roads, through the trees with their spectacular, vibrant colors. It was like heaven to do that with Grandma. I remembered our honeymoon and how much we love each other. We weren't on a tandem, but we weren't sad about it at all. Actually, e-bikes are much funner to ride than a tandem. That's how it is sometimes. The thing you want doesn't happen, but if you are patient and don't get frustrated, the thing that does happen might be even better. We stopped a few times on the carriage road to take pictures, take in the scenery, and, I'm not going to lie, kiss a little. Actually, kiss a lot. It was so fun. It only took us about an hour to ride more than 11 miles to the restaurant on Jordan's Pond. The carriage road takes you to Jordan's Pond, but there is also a regular road that cars can drive on that also goes to Jordan's Pond. When we got there, we were horrified to see how crowded it was. The big parking lots were absolutely full of cars and trucks and buses and RVs. We saw a long line at the front desk of the restaurant. Grandma said, I'll just wait right here. Jeff, Why don't you go and check it out? I walked to the reservations desk and asked, how long is the wait? They responded it would be about 90 minutes before we could be seated and that because of staff shortages, service would be slow. In these days, it seems like slow service because of staff shortages happens all the time. I realized we could not wait that long or else we would miss our cruise boat. I was sad and then remembered Tammy being assertive to get us on the tender. I thought, I'll try being assertive. I went back into the restaurant and told the person at the desk, this is our 16th anniversary and one of our dreams was to eat popovers together. Couldn't we just have a table long enough to eat a few popovers? The woman at the reservation desk said, congratulations. I'm happy you are celebrating your anniversary here. But no, you will just have to stand in line like everybody else. I pleaded. We came all the way from Utah to be able to eat some of your popovers. We love them so much. It would mean a lot to us if you could just make an exception just this once. She responded, I'm glad you love our popovers. Everybody does. Now you'll just have to wait to be seated and then order your popovers with your dinner. I insisted, if we wait that long, we'll miss our cruise ship, and we don't need dinner. Could you just get us two popovers and we'll take them with us? Now the woman was starting to get irritated. She replied, I'm sorry, that is not allowed. I got very angry and almost walked into the restaurant to steal two popovers from someone's plate. But then I realized it's different to steal something than just to be assertive. And I thought it might not be a good idea. I might get arrested for stealing or disturbing the peace. And then we would be sure to miss our cruise boat. I walked back to Tammy with a heavy heart. She looked a little tired and said, that's okay. Let's get back. At least we're together. So we rode through the carriage roads back toward the cruise ship. It was a little sad, but we still enjoyed all of the beauty. This wasn't our plan, but we were making the best of it. After a while, Grandma said, Jeff, would you go on ahead? I would like a little space and time to think to myself. Do you ever feel like that? Do you ever feel like you want a little space and time to think to yourself? I sure do. So I went ahead pretty fast for a couple of minutes and loved the feel of the wind in my face. Then I had an impression that I should stop and wait for Grandma. I'm glad I followed that impression. I waited for a couple of minutes and she didn't show up. So I went back and saw her riding wobbly, wobbly on her e-bike. She told me she wasn't sure what happened, but her heart seemed to be skipping beats, and the next thing she knew, she was tumbling off the bike into the ditch. When she got on the bike again, she was trembling, and she fell for a second time. I was so worried about her. Was there something wrong with her heart? I asked her if it was safe for her to ride the bike. She said, oh, Jeff, I'm fine. I'll make it. Let's go. I still worried that she wasn't fine, so I stayed really close to her. I imagined that if she passed out again, I could jump off my bike and catch her. But she rode great and made it to the bike shop fine. But it was so painful for Grandma to walk because she had fallen off the bike. When we made it into town, there were still two hours before we had to get back on the tender to the ship. Grandma looked at me and said, Jeff, just go and do whatever you want. I want to just sit here by myself for a little while. I realized that Grandma wasn't feeling well and wanted to be alone, so I walked down and across the street. I felt a little sad. I had wanted this to be a perfect day with Grandma, where we could ride a tandem on the carriage roads to the restaurant at Jordan's Pond and eat popovers. I remembered all the fun we'd had on our honeymoon. But now it seemed like so many things were going wrong. I got frustrated again. I looked down at the ground while I walked and felt sad. Then I heard a little voice in my head say, You didn't get to ride a tandem, but you got to ride e-bikes through the trees to Jordan Pond. Grandma fell, but she wasn't hurt much. Could have been much worse. And would you please look up? I looked up. There was a sign above a little shop that read, Sandwiches and warm popovers. It was a miracle. Right in front of me was a place I could get some popovers. I immediately entered the bakery and ordered two giant popovers. I said, to go, please. In just two minutes, I was striding out of the bakery with two giant warm popovers in a nice little bag. Grandma could tell I was happy as I approached her. We were both so happy as we savored every bite of those most excellent popovers, warm from the oven and dripping with melted butter and raspberry jam. Wow, it was a miracle. After eating those popovers, we thought it was the perfect ending to a perfect day. We felt good as we strolled back to the tender to get back on the cruise ship. We thought we were the luckiest people on earth. Little did we know the challenge that lay ahead. The tender was full of people packed in like sardines. There were so many people that I didn't know. But there, in the back, was someone I recognized. There was an old, balding guy with little glasses. It was Pierre Grande. What was he doing there? He looked right back at me with that sinister smile of his. He walked past me with an evil grin. Grandma asked me, Who is that guy? He gives me the creeps. I told Grandma about how P.A. Grande had almost drowned Nathan in a vat of green jiggly jello and how we were saved by Bigfoot after I blew the special whistle he had given me so many years before. I kept my eye on Pierre Grande as the tender left the dock and headed toward the cruise ship. In the middle of the bay, I was horrified when I saw Pierre Grande laughing and pulling something out of his backpack. Then he looked at me and said, I am here for revenge. We will all go down together. To my horror, I saw he had a little stick of dynamite in his hand. He lit it, and in a few seconds, there was a terrible explosion that ripped a big hole in the back of the boat. Water started pouring in. In just a minute, we would be sunk at the bottom of the bay. I had to act fast. Pierre Grande should have realized that he reminded me of Bigfoot. I immediately licked my lips and started blowing the whistle that Bigfoot had given me. It was so loud. Soon we heard the familiar sonic boom, and there, after his hypersonic flight, was Bigfoot. He also had to act fast to save us all from drowning. He shouted to everyone, Hold on tight! And he lifted up the tender out of the bay and tilted it to the left. Soon all the water drained out through the hole in the back. Then he carried the tender over to the cruise ship and lifted it up to the ropes holding the other tenders on Deck 7. There the crew tied it down and evacuated the passengers. Bigfoot said to the crew, I would recommend you don't use this boat again until you get it fixed. We were so grateful that Bigfoot had saved our most wonderful day from turning into a tragedy. We told Bigfoot how grateful we were that he would save us over and over again. Then we saw P.A. Grande trying to sneak away into the cruise ship. Bigfoot shouted at him. Not so fast, buddy. No way, Jose. Bigfoot grabbed P.A. Grande by the belt buckle and lifted him up. Excuse me, but I have to take P.A. Grande to his new home in Antarctica. Remember, if you need anything, just blow your whistle or rub your rings. We waved goodbye to Bigfoot as he flew off with P.A. Grande and soon heard the sonic boom as he entered hypersonic travel. That's the end of our story. I hope you will learn how important it is to be assertive for good things. And please remember, when things don't go as planned, make the best of it. And I hope you will always remember how much I love Grandma. Sweet dreams, chocolate creams, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. I love you. We hope you enjoyed tonight's bedtime story. We hope you felt our love for you. And we hope you will have sweet dreams tonight. We love you so much.